The worldwide leader in sports has given the Utah football program an incredible compliment. I'll tell you what it is coming up next on Locked on Utes. You are Locked on Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on Utes. I'm your host, Austin Facer. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you making Locked on Utes your first listen every day. Uh, recording this just on the heels of the Utah Jazz's uh, disappointing loss to the Dallas Mavericks in Game 3 at uh, Vivint Arena of the, the NBA playoffs. Um, seemed like a good time to talk about some things that, some things that were a little bit happier Things that uh, have a little bit more upside. Things that people can be a little bit more excited about. So, thought we'd talk University of Utah sports. Uh, I want to thank Bet Online. They're today's title sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net has you covered the season of more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, as I mentioned, the University of Utah football program was given an unbelievable compliment by ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports. Um, that compliment came in the form of a little write-up on the website, a little, little article, a little piece on ESPN.com on their college football vertical. Um, I'll tell you what, it doesn't take that long to get to the little blurb, the little thing that I think Utah fans should be excited about. And I'll tell you what that is, okay? Here, here's just, let me just give you the headline of this article, and maybe it'll give you a hint what's, uh, what there is to be so excited about. So the headline here is college football rankings updated way too early, top 25. Again, the keywords there are way too early. Uh, here we are on April 21st. Uh, we're still over 130 days probably until... Uh, Utah's season opener at Florida on September 3rd. Still, nevertheless, this article, I think, will give people a lot to be excited about. Written by Mark Schlebaugh, ESPN senior writer for college football. So, uh, it's the top 25. I'll just start at the top. Start with number one. Uh, maybe no surprise, even even coming off of a loss in the national championship, na- na- national championship game last year. The Alabama Crimson Tide. Number two, the Ohio State Buckeyes, most recently the, the victors of the Rose Bowl over Utah. Sure, we haven't forgotten about that yet, right? Um, number three, Georgia Bulldogs, reigning national champs. And here's what you have to be excited about. According to ESPN's way too early top 25 ranking, the number four team in all the land is the Utah Utes. I'll just give you a second there to take a breath, to maybe stand up and walk around the room, uh, to get a drink of water, um, to uh, to, sh- to shout at your friends, to bring them over, to listen to the rest of the podcast because you can't believe what you're hearing and you want to make sure other people can hear it as well. That's right. I said it. ESPN is calling the University of Utah football program, the fourth best team in the country right now in their way too early top 25 rankings. Um, here's a little blurb on the Utes uh, titled Spring Update, the subheader. If the Utes are going to repeat as Pac-12 champions, they're going to have to rebuild a defense that lost many of its top playmakers 
including All-American linebacker Devin Lloyd. Lander Barton, an early enrollee and younger brother of NFL players Cody and Jackson Barton, has made quite an impression on Coach Kyle Whittingham this spring. Mohamed Diabate, a Florida transfer, couldn't do much this spring after having surgery for a torn labrum. I don't think that's something I've talked about on the show, but uh, I believe that's something that I, I have seen on Twitter um, by people who are able to go to spring practice. Uh, I have work. I can't do that as much as I might want to. Um, after injury, uh, the, uh, the blurb continues, after injuries decimated the secondary a year ago, the Utes are trying to build depth, especially after Vontae Davis and safety Brandon McKinney left. So, um, I again, that's an astounding compliment. Um, it's interesting because they've already done a, a way too early top 25. I think they did the most recent one like in January or something. Um, maybe not, but regardless, it's funny because you see that the previous ranking for the ESPN's way too early top 25 had Utah at seven. So something happened between their last poll um, when they were ranked seventh and now when they're ranked third, they jumped over teams such as Texas A&M, Notre Dame, and Michigan, which um, if you follow college football, and I'm guessing you do because you're listening to this show, are blue blood programs, I guess you could say. So it's, to me, as as I'll, I'll just, I'll give you a frame of reference how how insane Utah's meteoric rise has been to the point where now they're like ESPN is like you're ranked number four. They're projecting you to the go to go to the college football playoff and play for a national championship. That's, that's what that projection tells me. That's what that ranking tells me. Uh, I remember 2003 was my dad's first year on the beat for the desert news covering uh, the University of Utah. It was also Urban Meyer's first year on the job. Um, I remember just, just uh, man, uh, a lot of cool stories. I can tell you, like, one of my favorite things was after school every day, uh, I think it was fifth grade, uh, my dad would uh, would take me, it was either fifth or sixth grade, I think it might have been sixth grade. Uh, my dad would, you know, pick me up from school, and we, w- we wouldn't even go home. It was straight to... Uh, football practice at the University of Utah as well before the uh, the Spence Eccles Fieldhouse was built. It was kind of just like a crummy little grassy field. I remember, um, you know, they had their their spring practices, their fall camps on the uh, where the the baseball stadium is, kind of by the the Steiner uh, swimming pool. And anyway, so just to think where they've come since then from 2003 when I really. Got my first exposure to the program. I didn't. I wasn't an expert on college football at all back then. But you know, I played the NCAA football video game all the time, so I guess that made me as much of an expert as anybody else. But to see the meteoric rise that Utah's made in my lifetime has been astounding. And I think you would be hard pressed to name another program that has ascended as far as Utah has. From you know, you remember two thousand three. Um, and that, I, again, this is just going to be my frame of reference. You know, the last 20 years, they were coming off of, uh, I think, like a five and six season or any, like a dis- like a losing season last season of Coach McBride's tenure there um, to to now where they're, they're a, a top-tier college football program. It's amazing. And I, I don't know if any other team has – gone from being kind of a, a seller dweller, middle of the pack, 
Mountain West school to being a powerhouse on the national level in a Power Five conference. Uh, certainly not that specific criteria, but speaking in relative terms, I don't think anybody's made as much headway and as much progress and as much growth as the University of Utah. And it's 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 a really exciting thing. And I, I think ESPN's ranking is just a, a terrific compliment for Utah. And I, I think it's a lot to be excited about. But the big question is, you know, what's going to happen when the ball gets kicked off in the swamp on September 3rd? What happens then? Uh, can Utah achieve something they've never done before? Is, 20, is 2022 the year that Utah reaches a milestone they've never reached before? I don't know. Let's talk about it. But first, I want to tell you guys about Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens, they've got a great product. I use this product literally every day. I started using Athletic Greens 1 because, um, you know, I'm getting up there. I'm, I'm 30 and I got to tell you, I don't have the same body I had in 2003. Um, put on a few LBs, a um, little bit slower. Uh, um, but, you know, I, so I've, I'm just getting busier, though. I, need, I, I don't have enough time, but I still got to take care of my gut health. I feel better when my gut is feeling better. I feel better all around. I have more energy. Um, but it's hard, you know. You got to find a supplement that actually tastes great. And Athletic Greens is that stuff. You get one delicious scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens. I don't even know what those are, but they help you start your day right, okay? I'll, let me just tell you, it's lifestyle-friendly. It doesn't matter what you eat. If you eat garbage like me or you're a paleo, keto, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, whatever, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no yucky chemicals or artificial anythings. Still tastes pretty good. It's it's really quite something. And here's the deal. Here's how you have to think about it. Okay, it costs three dollars a day, but you got to think about it as an investment in your health. And it's it's way better for you than like some kind of coffee habit or cold brew or whatever. And it's cheaper than all the other supplements you're getting for yourself. Think of it as an investment in all-in-one nutritional insurance. All right. So here's the dealio to make it easy for you. Athletic greens is going to give you listener here of locked on youths, a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreenscom slash college. Again, that's athletic greens slash college. Take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate nutritional insurance. So, Here's the thing that I think could happen this year. I don't know if it will. I think a lot the a lot of things would have to go wrong for other programs and very right for Utah. But I I I wouldn't I wouldn't be totally stunned if it happened. I think the the cards are on the table. Um I don't know if you guys realize this, but the University of Utah has never ever ever, not even for a second in the history of the entire program, been ranked as the number one team in the nation. And I wonder if they start the year as high as ESPN projects them to be at four, is it possible that they could take over the top spot in the AP poll, the coaches poll, the college football playoff rankings? Is that possible? Um, I don't know. Obviously, what's going to have to happen is Utah's going to have to win. 
They're going to have to beat Florida. They're going to have to beat USC. They're going to have to beat uh, San Diego State. They're going to have to, you know, not slip up, not have anything, you know, that would uh, present an obstacle to that, uh, to that arri- to arriving at that achievement. Um, also, they would need the teams ahead of them to lose or not to fare well um, in certain matchups. And just looking at the three teams that ESPN has rated ahead of them, Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia, I took a quick look at the schedule for each team, um, and I, I don't think it's impossible for these teams to slip up, especially early in the season, and give Utah an opportunity to ascend to the top spot if they win the games they're supposed to win, and maybe even, you know, outperform or just blow away the teams in what are expected to be close matchups. Um, so, for example, number one, according to ESPN's way too early top 25 rankings, uh, number one, Alabama is going to play Texas, who a lot of people are really high on this year. I'm not exactly sure why. I think they might be severely overrated, but they play Texas early in the year. They're going to play them on September 10th. Um, not too much later, about a month later, they, they take on fellow SEC foe Texas A&M who ESPN is also projecting to be a top 10 team once the season starts. Um, and there are Alabama's going to have some, some tricky matchups. They're going to have a couple of, of other top 25 teams in conference play. And I, I think we've seen Alabama, you know, drop, you know, one conference game a year, you know, not that they should, but I think it, I don't think it's something that's unrealistic, right? Uh, thinking about teams like Arkansas, Old Miss, um, you know, Old Miss has outperformed in, in in recent years. You know, Lane Kiffin, I'm sure, would absolutely love to knock uh, knock uh, Nick Saban off of the top spot. So, I think there are some opportunities for Alabama to lose. Ohio State, uh, they also have some tough games early on. They're they're going to play Notre Dame on September third a team that is also projected to be in the top 10. Um, that'll be kind of interesting. Michigan State, another top projected to be top 10 team uh, on October 8th. Other tricky matchups include Iowa and then, of course, Michigan to end the year. Um, talking about Georgia, rated as the number three team. They're going to play Oregon on September 3rd. I don't know if that'll be too much of a challenge there for the defending national champs. I think... Of the top three, they seem like the least likely to sip to to slip up. Um, just looking at their schedule and and the fact they're coming off of a national championship, all that kind of stuff. So, but again, remember this: is, what what we're seeing right now isn't an official poll. The AP coaches poll; those will come out closer to fall camp uh, or after fall camp starts and closer to the start of the season. And of course, the college football playoff rankings come out after the start of the season. So, just a reminder. Uh, you know, take what ESPN's saying with a grain of salt, but I think it is certainly something to be very excited about and to feel justified in being very excited about. So, uh, but yeah, just like I said, Utah has never ever been ranked as the top team in the country. It would be, I think, really magical to see that happen at some point this season. The highest ever ranking in the AP poll the Utes have ever had was number two 
which you might remember came after they beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl uh, in the 2008 season. It was the 2009 Sugar Bowl, but th- the 2008 season. Uh, that that after that game, they were rate, rated as the uh, fourth best in the coaches' poll. So. Uh, they, 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 there's a chance Utah could enter uncharted waters. And I think that w- that's something that would really be celebrated by college football fans all over the state, especially those of us who are Utah men and women. So that's kind of cool. But, you know, it, let's stay on the Utah train. We're now officially one week away from the NFL draft. The story is obviously going to be Devin Lloyd. I, I got some, the little 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 project here on Devin Lloyd I want to tell you guys about. But first, let me tell you again about BetOnline.net. They're your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including what's going on in the NBA playoffs. Uh, the Jazz, I imagine, are probably a long shot to advance at this point. Um, but if you don't feel like looking at those projections, um, those those lines you can also get some good uh major league baseball stuff there bet online's got it all they've got all your sports wagering info live betting stuff playoff stuff esports if you bet on esports and i don't know why you would um hey that's your that's your money do whatever you want with it and more you can do it all whatever you want on betonline.net so head to the website today use your mobile device learn more about the trends and actions and remember, betonline.net, where the game starts. I also want to remind you guys about intercap lending. There is a reason that no other lender helps more families in Utah with their mortgage needs. Intercap gets deals done. It's a quick and simple process. Intercap closes loans two weeks faster than the industry average. And even though fast is great, it's what we all want. The ultimate goal is really to create a stress-free home loan process that's exactly what Lockdown's personal loan owner, loan officer, Steve Carter, has delivered to hundreds of listeners so far, including Mr. Lockdown Sports himself, David Locke. And let's be honest, if Steve can help David stay on track throughout the entire process, Steve can help anybody, okay? And keep this in mind, Intercap might be new to us, might be new to the Lockdown Utes podcast, but they're not new to Utah, to anybody here in the state. They've been assisting mortgage companies with their mortgage needs. They've been assisting customers, excuse me, with their mortgage needs since 1978. That's 44 years of experience. Intercap's headquartered here in Utah, but he's licensed to help all of you guys out there in about 40 different states. Chances are Steve can help you out. Give him a call to find out. His number is 385-800-8528. You will not find a more responsive loan officer just for uh, regulation standards, his NMLS number is 190465. For more information, give Steve a buzz at that number or visit intercaplending.com. Intercap Lending, great partner here on Locked on Youth. So, as I mentioned, today, April 21st, one week from now, NFL Draft. Chances are exactly one week from now, Devin Lloyd will know where he'll begin his NFL career. And it's it's going to be really exciting to see where that happens. Um, he's obviously the big story I think folks around here are most excited about. With good reason, he has pretty much locked up, you know, I, get, I, I, I think it's pretty much a foregone conclusion at this point that he's going to be the ninth first-round draft choice to come out of the University of Utah, the ninth ever. 
And so what I did, I'm still interested in finding out where he'll go. I've kind of been looking at some mock drafts. Um, I said in an earlier edition of the show that I really wanted him to go to the Seattle Seahawks at nine. I think that's still a possibility. Um, I don't think it's a likely possibility, though. I think the Seahawks have a lot of other needs they need they uh, they have to fill. Linebacker, of course, is one of them. But you know, I think I think they're. I, I don't expect the Seahawks to do the right thing. I, I guess I guess that's what I'm saying. So. What I did, I, I, I went ahead and I looked at 17 different mock drafts from all over. I looked at the experts at ESPN, The Athletic, CBS Sports, uh, you name it, all, the, all these different outlets with all these different experts, where they projected Devin Lloyd to go. Some projected him to go as low as 14. Some projected he would go 32nd in the, in the uh, NFL draft. And, of course, you know there could be trades. Anything can happen. We see a lot of trades in the first round of the NFL draft all the time. But here's what I did. I took all of where I took all of these projections, put them together, divided them by the total projections. I found 17 different mock drafts to arrive at the average position where these experts think Devin Lloyd could go in the first round of the NFL draft. And what I arrived at was a average consensus. I don't even I don't think that's the right way to use that term. But an average uh, position somewhere between 22nd and 23rd. All right, so here's, here's what I've deduced. 22nd right now belongs to the Green Bay Packers. They acquired it in the trade with the La- Las Vegas Raiders for Devontae Adams. Um, I don't think that that is a very likely spot for Devin Lloyd to end up. In fact, none of the experts projected him to go at 22nd to the Packers. And uh, to be even more clear, um, none of them projected him to go at 23rd either. But if he were to go at the average position right there at 23rd, he would be a member of the Arizona Cardinals. And I think there could be some possibility there. Um, you know, they, they don't have a ton of depth at linebacker. Uh, Lucky Fotu is on the roster. He's uh, currently on the depth chart as a backup uh, defensive end. Uh, but I think it could be a really nice place for Lloyd. I think the, the Cardinals are in a position where they could um, compete in the NFC West uh, behind the Rams. Uh, you know, the 49ers, I think, are having a little bit of turmoil. It'll be interesting to see how they, what they do at quarterback uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo and, and Trey Vance. Uh, Trey Lance, excuse me. Um so the Cardinals, I think, are an interesting team. I mean, Kyler Murray's been a little little disgruntled, so it seems. But, uh, you know, Lloyd, this could be a really good spot for him. Um, it seems like he, uh, he, he would do really well behind, uh, in, the, in the, the middle of the field behind J.J. Watt, who, you know, despite being an all-pro and probably a, a Hall of Famer, an all-time great, getting a little bit up there in age. And I'm sure uh, we'll see some guys slip past Loy, slip past uh, good old JJ, and uh, need to get tackled by Lloyd. I think that's a possibility. Um, my guess is that if Lloyd could pick anywhere to go, he would probably want to go to the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, obviously there's they're a team that have a lot to be excited about with uh, Patrick Mahomes and all that. Not to mention Patrick Mahomes' brother moved out of Kansas City, making it an even more attractive destination. Uh, not to mention Devin Lloyd was born in Kansas City, um, which is why I'm guessing that's where he would prefer to go. 
Uh, of course, though, if you followed his career, he played high school football in San Diego, which does not have an NFL team. They moved to LA a few years ago. I don't know if you knew that. But anyway, that's, so that's what I've deduced about Devin Lloyd. Again, NFL draft is one week away. I'm excited. I'll be tuned in. I'm, I'm fascinated, and I'm uh, looking forward to seeing where, where he'll end up. So thanks for listening. Again, one week away, April 28th, NFL draft. Why don't you go ahead and listen to Lockdown NFL Draft now? Make that your second listen. My guy Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker are bringing the NFL to draft being NFL life. Ugh, I'm losing my losing it here. Bringing the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and a look behind the curtain at NFL front offices. Like Locked On Utes, it's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Don't worry about the jazz. Just think about the Utes. We'll see you later.